Hey, 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 welcome back, Jack. How y'all been? It's Yin. On uh, today, uh, <laughs> today I'd like to uh, review what had happened. Okay, so I, I can explain. Um, <laughs> some of y'all might be wondering, what, what did I just listen to on episode 16? What was that? Uh, see, what had happened was, unfortunately, I had created a villain, and unfortunately, I had forgotten. Um, you know, I hadn't taken the correct security precautions, and as a result of that, I had to, uh, I paid for that, okay, I definitely paid for that, I got all tied up, I got, <laughs> I got, <laughs> he locked me in my own closet, okay, it was very awkward, alright, uh, tied me up and locked me in the closet, bro, I can't even believe it, can't even believe, my own creation, in my own dojo, un- Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyways, now that's out of the way. <laughs> Let me explain something. So I created this guy. His name is Zebra. He's a villain. Apparently he's a pimp. He's not a very nice man. He's very manipulative. He he likes to he likes to get under your skin. He'll get through your defenses. And that's what he does. That's who he is. <laughs> He makes you think that it's okay to be bad, and that's the whole concept behind it. You know, he's he's very philosophical, and that's one of the most dangerous kind of characters, in my opinion. You know, the most dangerous kind of person is a person with the mindset where they believe life is in this type of way, where you could be negative, you can have this style of being evil, and it's okay. It's part of nature, which in some ways... It is correct, but in another way, it's a very toxic mindset because, anyways, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but it's the, the whole concept is to kind of obscure your morality, trying to make you think really hard about what you believe in and kind of shake your convictions. That's the whole concept behind Zebra. And I hope you took a lot out of that. I hope you got a lot of ideas out of that. I hope... It got the wheels in your brain churning, you know, it got the little hamster wheel going and the gears are moving and you're, you're coming up with your own villain that you could do interesting things with and tell interesting stories with. That's the whole reason why I did uh, episode number 16. It was to demonstrate a lot of what I talked about in number 15 in a way that would be very beneficial to you as a proof of work. Another reason why Zebra works is that he has very extreme confidence. And conviction in what he believes in he embraces who he is he's not afraid of what people might think of him he doesn't care okay that's how much conviction he has you know his mindset is so over the top his charisma is so over the top that he kind of takes over the room wherever he walks in just like I said in number 15 wherever he, your villain goes that person should just kind of like naturally almost dominate the, the conversation, you know? Unless you're going for a different type of villain and you're intentionally doing that, your villain should be somebody who kind of naturally takes over the situation just because of their bombastic nature of who they are. Like you want to make a threat. So you're creating somebody who has very high charisma, somebody who steals the show, if you will. Okay, his belief system is very viral. Okay, he has a his it's like a it's like a virus like belief system, and unless you have a strong immunity to it, 
which means that your morality and your convictions and your belief system itself is strong and it's like impenetrable, you're going to get, you know, confused. You're going to get a little bit of intimidation from a guy like this guy. He's like a bug zapper as opposed to like a light. His gravitational pull brings you in and then bzzz, you're doomed. <laughs> So here's why Zebra works. He has extreme confidence and conviction, first of all, in what he believes in. Okay, so his belief system is already the bedrock of who he is. And as a result of that, he, he lives it every day. And so wherever he goes in any situation, any room he goes to, his belief system is on. So the world he sees it's under that belief system so imagine if you will like almost like a game where these are the rules of the game you know life is in this way these are the, the these are the basic rules and these are the things you can do these are the things you can't do these are the things that um, the world is about and these are the things the world is not about these are the illusions these are the realities and that's who he is he doesn't look at you and 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 questions anything he already knows everything. He believes he knows everything based on his natural belief system. Like evil and good are these ideas that, um, you know, evil and good are these ideas that um, people kind of like agree to. But he already has these rules of what good and evil are. And so because he has a stronger mind and that he is destined for greatness, etc., etc., he will naturally change the the environment wherever he goes based on his own belief systems and his own mental strength. He has a mental fortitude that's very, very, very high when it comes to his belief system. Like he, it's very, it's a very toxic belief system. It's a very viral-like belief system. So as a result of that, unless you have strong conviction yourself in your own belief system, you will not be immune to his toxicity. Okay, he's like he has a gravitational pull that people feel, you know, naturally attracted to. He's like a, instead of a light, you know, a candle at night. He's a bug zapper. So the closer you get to him, the closer to your doom you get. Because once he gets you in his trap, it's over. That's who he is. That's who Zebra is. He believes in he is destined for greatness and that, you know, this is how the world is supposed to be and that he can pretty much do whatever he wants, but he already created rules about what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do. So instead of just, I don't want to do this or, and I want to do this, it's I have to do this and I don't have to do this and I should never do this. So, and it's funny because he has it, a lot of his belief system is also under a religious veneer. So you have a concept of, you know, him believing in Jesus and that he's like almost like the son of Jesus in a way. And so he kind of has that religious bent to it where he believes that, you know, in God and all these things, but also that he is destined for greatness no matter what he does and that he can get away with anything. And that that's because he's on the top and people are on the bottom. And that's how the world is. And he embraces that. And he embraces it. That's what makes him 
a really extremely dangerous villain. It's not just the belief system or even just the toxicity, but his embrace of it. Okay, so he is able to forge together his toxic belief system and taking action on it. Right. And also his belief system in, you know, in a religious belief system. Right. So the righteousness that goes behind it. He is able to forge this very dangerous trifecta. So as he does that, he embraces who he is and is able to, you know, reconcile the actions he makes and is able to communicate that in an effective, charismatic way where people adopt his belief system. That's a very dangerous thing. Women naturally become attracted to him based on all these factors alone are what make him an effective conversationalist with women. He's able to naturally attract women while being able to communicate this very virus belief system, right? And in a really dangerous way, they embrace it, understand it, you know, adopt it and use it in their in their everyday life. So now his belief system is spreading like a cancer almost, right? It's like a a mental, it's not, I wouldn't even call it a mental disorder. I would call it a belief system disorder, right? It's almost like this is, it's okay to be bad. It's okay to be evil because of these reasons. And if and it's almost like a uh, natural selection process where you believe, okay, if I'm evil and I get away with it, it's because I should be evil. I am meant for this. I am deserving of this i am worthy of these the rewards for being evil so that's kind of like the the just behind it i also created the last podcast so that you could have an immersive experience i wanted you to have that uh, that immersion of being able to have a conversation with somebody with that toxic belief system so it'll be like while you're hearing him have these like this monologue with you your belief system and his belief system are battling out for survival it's uh it's almost like boxing you know you got these two belief systems come into the ring and only one's gonna survive at the end of that conversation if you're still you know if you still believe in what you believe in then you have a strong fortitude at least some sort of conviction in your own beliefs. But if you find yourself kind of wavering and go, okay, I can see that. I can understand that. Okay, that's that's all right. It's not big. That's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool way of looking at things. You can kind of see him taking over, you know. It's almost like a natural way of doing it. He's just kind of like naturally having this like co- coercion. It's very he's a very persuasive character. He's very good. He's a very good man when it comes to selling you a product. He can sell you an idea without even you realizing you bought an idea. He walks away and you already have his belief system intact. It's part of your it's part of your code now, you know? You're walking around with these ideas and it's almost like you are now part of his his world, you know, here in his frame. Like I said, it's one of those things where you have to kind of be careful. And it kind of makes you think about when you have a conversation with other people, you know, are they are they changing your opinion on things? Are you allowing that change to happen? Or is it something that's happening without even you knowing? 
you know or is it a mix of between the two are you allowing them to naturally change your mentality about how the world works and is that you being open-minded or is that them changing the way you think by finessing you it's a very complicated nuanced conversation and so a lot of people are not comfortable with that and i like that idea for a villain to be somebody with that mindset and it makes you question everything A part of that immersion was to help you also explore yourself. You need to go in your mind and figure out what it is that you naturally are gravitated towards and then make that a part of your villain. Because if you do that, then when you write your villain, he will naturally or she will naturally have that gravitational pull that will make them a natural threat to your protagonist, okay? So you wanna make it feel real, right? You wanna have a villain that not only steals the show, but it feels real. They feel like a real person. You wanna create a great character. That's a part of what a great character is. A great villain is someone who is a bombastic, charismatic person, right? That changes the mood of the story when they're in the room, and also they feel like a real person. They're no longer a caricature. They're no longer a cartoon of themselves. They feel like they could be out there today, right? So that's why you need to find it within yourself, a character trait within yourself, something that makes you feel naturally gravitated towards, right? Somebody who you feel like you would be gravitating towards because then you can write effectively whenever you dig deep inside yourself and you figure something out about yourself that's going to help you immensely to write effectively so i hope this helps you i hope this is a tool you can put in your arsenal so that you can write a better story Hey, and that's the end of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Hey, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you kindly. If you're listening to this via iTunes, please give this podcast a five-star review. I would really appreciate that. That does a lot for this podcast. It's free. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, please give it a like and a follow. That helps immensely. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this on any other platform like Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, we're on Stitcher now, please subscribe. And of course, please share this podcast, especially with your friends and colleagues who enjoy writing, writing tutorials, or are the writers themselves. Have a great day and happy writing.